if you think that God is this outside source that you think that you can live the way you want to, everything falls apart. And all of a sudden, you're calling on this outside force when everything was right here. Welcome to the Health Quest Podcast, your guide to God's will for good health. Hello, my name is Dr. Sal, and I've been a practicing doctor and surgeon for well over 30 years. And my goal for each episode is that you'll be able to have your mind transformed to God's design for good health, as well as affect the way that you eat and the way that you live. If you're new here, we release a new episode every week. And if you enjoy the content, would you please leave us a good review? It really helps our ratings and allows our show to reach out to more people and in turn help more people change their lives. We'd like to thank you for your support. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about what's it going to take? Because if you're doing the things the way they're supposed to be done, God created our bodies magnificently. And, you know, there have been complaints that, you know, for people saying that, well, you know, you get a little too medically involved because when I ask you what once in a while is, well, once in a month, then why are you 30, 40 pounds overweight? That shouldn't happen. What, why are you on these medications? That shouldn't be happening. All these biochemical reactions that take place in our body and they happen all in an instance is not something that happened by chance. There's no way. Now I'm basically stating Albert Einstein that all of this creation could not have happened by chance. And the way our bodies work are so miraculous. We talked about our body being made up of 70 to 100 trillion cells. And each cell, each cell, there's 100,000 reactions at the snap of my fingers. All these biochemical reactions that are taking place that God perfectly made so that we could fight diseases, so that we can get through stressful times, so that we could get through changes in extreme temperatures, that we can actually get through days without eating food, which actually helps to improve our health. If we go on low-restricted calorie diets, uh, if we eliminate the extra wheat, which is not, you know, which is now genetically modified, staying away the trans fats, which the Industrial Revolution uh came up with so as to preserve food on the shelves but we don't need that anymore because of the fact that hey you're going to get some nut butter get the natural one that doesn't have the hydrogenated oils if it's sitting on your shelf for six months shame on you you should be able to buy it eat it within the next two weeks and be done with it and when you're ready to buy more then that's when you buy more so Again, going back to the comparison and contrast, in the, in the Course of Miracles, Jesus said there's no limit to the power of a son of God. Be he can limit the expression of his power as much as he chooses. Again, the p- power of choice that God gave us, and either we have the power to say, I'm going to l- limit the power by giving in to the stuff that I know is stuff that I'm not supposed to eat. Your mind and mine can unite, releasing the strength of God into everything you think and do. 
That's why the objective of my podcast is to get your will aligned with God, to literally have God work in you. The altar is here, not up in the sky. Okay, if you think that you can go on through life doing whatever you want, not paying attention because you're unconscious or you're asleep, Jesus says, forgive them for they know not what they do. Well, come on. That was 2,000 years ago. At what point are we going to wake up? What's it going to take for us to wake up and be conscious and to implement and use the power of God to say no until I get myself into a healthy state? Now, you got to remember something here, folks. If you were taking your date out in 1957 for a scoop of ice cream, it had real sugar in it, it had real cream. It didn't have all these fillers. It didn't have colorings. I mean, it was just basic chocolate and vanilla and maybe strawberry, and that was about it. They didn't have all of these, all these different flavorings and all the stuff that they put in there. Come on. I mean, you got more colors and you got more flavors than you ever can imagine. And my point being is, is that when you did that, it was a once-in-a-while thing. 1957, McDonald's was not a, a chain restaurant. There were only a handful of them. And at that time, even McDonald's used lard to fry their fries in up until 1968. And then they're now using a trans fat cooking oil made out of soybeans. So in and of itself, we start to see how these changes. Now you say, but lard, isn't that bad for you? If you're using the animal lard from the animals, that's better than the lard that you see at the stores now. Because if you take a look at the ingredients in the lard that they sell, at the markets, those have hydrogenated oils in them now, too. So even the lard isn't good for you anymore. The, the point that I'm trying to get here is that if you think that God is this outside source that you think that you can live the way you want to, everything falls apart. And all of a sudden, you're calling on this outside force when everything was right here. And when you do that, that's kind of a communist mentality where you think that Government should make everybody's decision and tell us what to do. And if we follow it, we're going to have this perfect society. That's not how you bring heaven on earth. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The only way that's going to happen is not God's going to come down and part the Red Sea and that's how it happens. He relies on his children to get the job done. Okay, many are called and few are chosen. Who are the ones who are chosen? The ones that get the stuff done. The ones who follow his ways of saying, hey, this is what you have to do to be healthy. Because what ends up happening with that is we're just talking about one subject matter here, folks. But then it gets translated into how you manage your finances, how you manage your family, how you manage your household, how you manage the community, how you manage the state. It all starts to build on itself. That's why our country is falling apart, that everybody's complaining about the way things are, because we're the ones creating that. Of course, we allow government to come in with, and impose all these, you know, these rules and regulations. But the fact of the matter is, is that just because they say it's okay to eat this food and we say that it's safe, it doesn't mean that it's good for you. It may, not, it may be safe to eat that one moment, but if you keep eating that over a long period of time, and I use the cigarette smoking as an example. Yeah, you can have a cigarette today. You can even smoke a pack today. 
But if you keep doing that for the next 30 years, what do you think is going to happen? And that's what I'm trying to say is, is that, you know, all this excessive food that we don't need, and of course, overabundance leads to um, self-destruction because of the fact that, you know, we don't need all this food that we hit out there. I mean, you go to a gas station or a party store, look at all the stuff that you can buy that really isn't good for you. That's all processed. That's all processed food. You know, going back and, and having three good meals a day, uh, reducing the calories, three smaller meals, and even if you want to snack on something, snack some nuts, which are healthy fats for you, or some some berries. And folks, be careful even when you buy stuff packaged in, in a gas station because you got to take a look at the oils, the amount of salt that they put in, and sometimes some kind of preservative as well. So... Again, what's it going to take? Why is it that people can't see this? Well, because the food tastes good. Well, guess what, folks? Like Dr. William Davis said in one of our previous podcasts, if you can get through the withdrawal and you start eating healthy, guess what? If you've done it as many years as I have, the food that people say, well, that doesn't taste good, or, you know, I like the flavor of a, of a Big Mac, the flavor... Big Mac doesn't impress me anymore. I don't have a craving for it. And so my point being is, is that you start eating healthy and after a while, and we talked about this in the previous podcast, you realign your neural networks. You change yourself. This is how the Holy Spirit is working through you. You're modifying your whole physiology, your whole biology, the whole neural network. And before you know it, you don't care to eat this stuff anymore. Because you've been eating so healthy, you feel better. Your mind is clear. You've got more energy. You have less pain. You're sleeping better at night. You're able to handle stress a lot easier. We begin to see now that these so-called New Year's resolution always fail because we are not aligning ourselves and allowing God to work through us. We are not walking with God. We are not being as Jesus is. We are not adapting ourselves to saying, you know what, I am the son or the daughter of God and I have this power and I have to use it wisely. I have to use it responsibly for the sake of my health and for the benefit of my family and those around me. This is what's key. Physicians, we are trained conventionally that you come in with a disorder and we give you a prescription to take a drug. Now, I don't have issues with conventional medicine. In the acute state, if your blood pressure is so high that you're about to have a stroke, we got to get you on medications to get that blood pressure down. If it's elevated, there are people such as Dr. Um, William Davis, there's Dr. Uh, Mark Houston, who I took his course a few weeks ago at the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine, at the annual conference, and he was a nutritionist before he went to medical school. Then he went to medical school, and now he's this cardiologist, and he has a hypertensive uh, clinic, hypertension clinic in Nashville, Tennessee. And he says, you can have bad hypertension. And he says 90% of hypertension is genetics because there is, a, and we see that uh, commonly within um, the black Americans where, you know, over 50% of them, have high blood pressure, which is hereditary. He said, but we might start you off on four medications, 
But as a nutritionist, he alters your diet. He alter, he gives you supplements to take. He gets you lose the weight. And he says, within nine months, I can get you down to one medication that you may have to take because of your genetic background. But other than that, a majority can be treated just by the way you eat and by the way you live your lifestyle. So my point being here, folks, is that God gave us the power to co-create with him, but our minds have to be in alignment with God's mind and God's will. And we have to do what he says. You know, Lord, Lord, and Jesus, you can say, Lord, Lord, all you want. But unless you do God's will, you're not getting into heaven. That's Jesus' words, baby. That's what Jesus said. You know, you can't just say, oh, I got this and I got that. No, 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 no. Oh, the government's going to take care of everything. Ah, I'll just leave it in God's hands. I've heard that from some of my patients. And then they're coming back crawling and begging and saying, oh, you got to help me. I can only give you guidance. You have to do what you're supposed to do to get yourself in better shape, in a better condition. And so it's important that we start thinking not today not at the beginning of the year but every single day of our life where does god play a role in my life and the objective is is that activity okay the mind plants the seed in the heart which is the emotions it gets revved up it gets excited and then it delivers its child which is activity and if you use that, you can't just think and, and imagine, you know, these new age thinkers, oh, you could sit there and meditate and you can imagine it. Yes. But if you don't act on it, you're not bringing it into the, you know, three dimensional um, physical world. It's not going to happen. And that goes in with your body, you know. And it's not just about going to the gym. Hey, you can go to the gym all you want. I knew a couple of guys many, many years ago, and they were taking anabolic steroids and bench pressing 400 pounds, and they were bragging about, oh, we went to the baseball game, and I had, you know, I had 12 hot dogs and six beers. That's why they looked like crap. You know, they were just big and strong, but that doesn't mean that they're healthy. And so this is my point. 85% of your health is what you eat. Get yourself where you get to the weight that you should be at. You'll start feeling better by the diet that you've been consuming, whether it's starting off with the uh, Atkins diet, the, the, uh, the ketogenic diet, the paleo diet, which I think is the best, the Mediterranean diet. And once in a while, I'm saying once you get to that point, read the labels, try to get more of a natural ice cream that has real cane sugar, try to get a cereal that has real cane sugar because when the government introduced and allowed these manufacturers to use corn syrup, that really started messing things up. Get things that are more natural that contain no trans fatty acids. Be careful how you read the labels that says zero trans fat. It may be zero trans fat on the shelf, but when you consume it, like canola oil, soybean oil, and corn oil, which is your vegetable oil, these get converted into trans fats in the body. Stick with things that are more olive oil, avocado oil, uh, some of your nut oils like almond oil, um, sunflower seed oil. These are actually healthier for you. And so 
you know, just cutting out those sugars and those, those trans fats, you're going to improve your health. You start to take some of the supplements that we talked about, some of the antioxidants, and get yourself on an exercise activity. Once you get to the desired weight, that means even if you lose, if you got to lose 120 pounds, once you lose the 120 pounds, then say, okay, I'm going to have one cheap meal a week just to, you know, make certain that I keep myself under control and I don't go back to putting on the 50, 80, or 100 pounds back again. That's really the key objective. And that way you could say, look, I'm going to do that as a treat. But then again, like I said, get something that's made, that's real, that's authentic. Um, getting cakes and pies at your local grocery store. I'm telling you, they just read the labels. And you'll see there's words on there that you can't even pronounce versus having somebody who made it at home with a good quality wheat. They use real sugar. They use a healthier oil. These are the ways that we change our lives, living it in alignment with God's will and then bringing forth um, just overall good health and starting to feel better about ourselves. And you start to eventually see how God really creates miracles in our lives and he does it through us. So I want to thank you for joining us on today's show. Uh, and forgive me for, for these hiccups that I've had. I've been trying to get rid of them. But if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave us a good review uh, and visit our website and connect with us more on our social media accounts. If you happen to have any questions regarding your health regarding this episode, uh, my email will be in the description below, and I'll be more than happy to answer any questions. Um, we do carry a lot of um, sources, and the sources are all uh, scientific, either from science journals or medical journals in the research. And we usually give a, a list of that for every episode. But a lot of stuff that I talked about today, you could see it in pretty much a lot of the other, other episodes that I presented before in the past. With that, I'd like to thank you so much for joining us. I'm Dr. Sal. Have a great day and God bless.